the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Still love. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And always, great show, great show. We're going to talk college, we're going to talk pro, but we got our guest, Reggie Slater. You know, Reggie? I'm here feeling the love, brother, feeling the love. <laughs> you feel it, I'm feeling it. Let's do it today, Red. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Well, Red, let's start off with look college. You know, we know this all, you know. There's a lot of talk about, you know, um, all these players, you know, Andrew Wiggins, um, Parker for Duke, Wiggins for Kansas. You know, they talk about this one and done, you know. What do you feel about these guys that come in, you know, they want they only play one year? and they jump to the NBA. Do you think they need more time in college, or do you think they need to go when they're ready to go? Well, I've heard the uh, the now uh, uh, NBA new commissioner speak about that. I think he's uh, making an attempt to possibly change the rules so that the one-and-done can be uh, um, kind of take a step aside for at least two more two years of maturing. My personal thoughts are that, uh, you know, it's, just, it's such a, a rarity to to step in from high school to the pros in basketball. Not very many of those guys make it. Uh, so it, it, for me, I personally think it would be better if these guys do get a chance to be seasoned a little bit more, um, you know, by at least a couple of years in, in, in the pros to mature. Well, well, the the risk, I mean, isn't it like, don't you have to look at it like, okay, this is a job. You got to make a living for you and your family. Isn't that what it is? Absolutely. It is a job. And, and and the thing is that, you know, basketball is such a short self-life. I'm playing devil's advocate on this because I see both sides. That, you know, if you have that type of uh, the possibility to make that type of astronomical money at a young age, then you might as well go and take it because, you know, even if, you know, you, you play your years of basketball, you can still go back and get an education later on if you so desire. But if you are like the majority of the marginal players, it would be more advantageous if you took time to mature and grow both physically and mentally so that when you can meet the demands and the incredible pressure from traveling and the demand to produce that are put on you when you get to the professional level, that you will be more well adapted to that. Rich, I'm glad you said that because I want to argue a case with you that I heard a sports announcer, uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, he's one of the great ones he liked by far, but he was saying, what else can a guy like Andrew Wiggins and Parker do in college? They the best. I mean, how much better can they get? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, they the best, Red. What else can you do 
Isn't it better to well, go to the pros and learn from the pros now? Well, yeah, if they are that good, uh, then they, it would probably be in their best interest to pursue their uh, goals of going to the NBA uh, because that is absolutely the next step. But, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things that you, you have to learn when you go from, when you jump from collegiate to professional is certainly, and I've, and I've mentioned this before on this program, is you have to become a student of the game. Not that you just love the game, but you have to become a student of the game and you have the ability to learn. And in doing that, you have to look through the history of all the guys who have been in that same position because everything, because everything is so cyclical. I'm sorry, I have no idea. And I'm trying to turn this off. Um, <laughs> everything is so cyclical that, that, um, you know, how many guys have been in that position and have been told that they're going to be the best thing ever, but it just doesn't pan out, you know? Hello? Hold on one second, Levin. I'm so sorry. I, 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 hold on one second. Well, I won't know, you know. I, I'll just talk to the Reds to come back. But, you know, I, I mean, there's so much that the college guys got to look at, you know. You got to look at. Now, you back, Reds? Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, well, think about it. I mean, Rich. I mean, look. I mean, we go talk about this later. But Steve Nash made a quote, and people got pissed off because he's about it's all about the money. Why shouldn't it be like these college guys and say, "Hey, I need you know, I'm not gonna stay in college. We're not getting paid to stay in college. I go to pro, and make fifty, sixty million. Let's go. Am I right, Rich? So you're gonna get oh, guys that's one yeah. year that want to just say, "Hey, it's about it's all the sports is not about the level of the game no more." You might not agree with that, but. It's about getting paid. Am I right, Riz? Absolutely. You should take a time. If you have an opportunity at the most optimal point in your life to, to, to get in a position where you can make 50, 60 million, it would, of course, be your best benefit to do that. However, again, being a student of the game, you have to, you, you, if you look at the recent history of guys like Antoine Walker, he's probably the most notable guy named Kenny Anderson, and the list goes on of guys who made tens of hundreds of million dollars, but because they did ne- they never grew the maturity of how to handle money, they, they, they're put in a position now where they don't have any dough. They have no cash, and they, they never acquired the skills it takes to adapt to the real world and go into real world, real life situations and get a job. If you put a graph up uh, of, with, with, with people that invest in education, invest in themselves, people that graduate from college and go on to do their master's, and that uh, you know, initially are in debt, but over a 30-year span, you see where their, um, the money that they make. You see there's a gradual trend of going up, whereas if you look at guys who, who, who haven't invested in their uh, skills of of, of uh, growing mentally, uh, socially, and whatnot, and that they are in a horrible position of guys like Antoine Walker, Kenny Anderson, where they make a lot of money up front, that graph almost is a mirror in reverse in that they make a tremendous amount of money up front, but when they get to their 20, I'm sorry, 30, 35, 40, they're put in a horrible position where there's no money to be made. Whereas the person that has invested in the time to get an education, the time to 
understand how to develop relationships in business, they will continue to flourish and continue to grow. Well, Reggie, are you saying that by them standing there, you're going to help them manage their money? I know when I was in college, hell, there wasn't no class that said, hey, if you make the pro, you got to be, you know, some financial class. There's no class in college that tell you to do that, Red. Is there? There, Maybe are, I'm there, there are. There were, when I was in the NBA back in the 90s, there uh-huh. were uh, non-mandatory uh, meetings uh, for just that, for preparing for life after basketball. But because they were not mandatory, not very many people attended it. And even if you did attend it, you are, you know, the guys are in the world when you're in the professional rankings, and you know this, where everything and every want that you have is being taken care of. And so you get used to that, and you, you fall under the illusion that it's always going to be taken care of for you. So, you know, it takes a mentally strong person to, to be able to, to um, accept the fact that, you know, the shelf life of the athlete is short. There's not always going to be people. There are very few. It, 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 you know, I was watching the program this morning. They were talking about the accolades that Joe Montana had in the, in the, in the 80s. And, of course, you can still hear about the uh, accolades that Michael Jordan had in the, in the 80s and 90s. But that's one guy out of how many in a decade? There's not a lot, that doesn't happen to everybody. So, again, that is why I would be more for these kids staying a little bit longer and developing themselves a little bit better, not because they will become better citizens as a whole. Now, again, you have to get that money, but, but if you're that darn good, you know, the money's going to be there. Okay, let me throw this That's at you, Reggie. You're a freshman. Okay. You had this bomb year. You projected to be the first pick. Everybody say, oh, stay another year. This is my first thing I'm going to throw at you. You get injured the next year, you can't play, you're done. Where you left that down, Reggie? Well, in, the, in, the, in that rare instance, if I was forecasted to be the number one or two pick or three, top five pick, I'd go. I'd go. But how often does that happen? So especially underclassmen. I mean, you know? Let me throw this at you. Yeah, okay, you come back your second year play. You know, this happened in football. I don't know about that. You had a worse year. Now you drop from a potential first rounder to maybe not even getting drafted. You mess yourself yeah. up from your drafting. Should you go when it's hot, Red? I mean, if that's your first year, you go. I mean, you know yeah. you're going to draft, you go. I mean, you should go, but you, you shouldn't go if it's a situation that they say, hey, if you get out right now, you'll be guaranteed somewhere in the first round. Because all that means is you probably, you know, that, 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 that kid has the same mentality as 30 other guys, and you might slip from the first round to the second round, which is non guaranteed. But if you're in a position where they say, hey, you're going to go top five, oh, yeah, I would go. I would definitely go. go. As you said, you want to strike when the iron's hot. But if you're in a situation where they're saying, okay, you, you, I, you can leave after your freshman year, and I can see you going somewhere in the first round, possibly the early second round, that wouldn't be a very good decision. <laughs> but someone like the guys that you're describing, if they're projected to go number one, two, three, four, uh, yeah, I would go. I would leave. Is, do you, I know you're saying you'll go. Are you saying they go for the money, or should they go because they can um, contribute? Because, I mean, you see a lot of them, man, you know, freshmen, you know, they get there. Like, it's, it's, I don't know about basketball, because I know football is different. They say, 
takes, you know, quarterback five years. It takes another guy, you know, two or three years uh-huh. of receiver, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You there, that, but is it about the money? Um, yeah. Well, it's about a dream. Everybody wants to, every kid that started playing Pop Warner football or played in AU basketball wants to go to that ultimate level, which is the NBA and the NFL. And so it's all about the fulfillment of that dream. And if these guys can stay hungry and, 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 you know, after, you know, they've had the people tell them they can go top five and they still keep that hunger in themselves to prove that the team that picked them up was justified in picking this young kid as a, as a, you know, number one, number two, number three. Those are the kids that shine, but it's the guys that, 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 that get picked one or two. And they say, okay, I'm here. Those are the ones that end up ultimately not panning out. Um, you know, you, you look at guys like, like, uh, Shaq. I remember when Shaq came out and everybody knew, everybody in the world knew he was going to be the first, uh, pick. Uh, I think right. he left his maybe junior year. Might have been sophomore, but it may have been junior year. Uh, and heck of an athlete. Not very many people have dominated like he did. But he incorporated things from his years of his early years with Orlando to his pinnacle, I think, in, with the Lakers that made him better. He didn't just stay the same. He didn't just rely on, on, on his physical attributes. And those are the guys that are smart enough, if, again, if they're blessed enough to be in the top five pitch and they have that hunger that stays inside them to get better, those are the guys that will be okay. But those are the guys that realize that success is not a destination but, uh, but more of a direction. And if they can keep that in mind, those guys will be okay. But for the majority of them, you have these guys, again, they just want to get there. And if it's just about the money, then, you know, I think, I, 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 I think they'll be disappointed in the end. Well, Ray, that's what we do. We'll take it, Ray. We'll come back. We'll talk to you a little bit more, college, you know, talk about, you know, why the, the top number one seed teams probably lost. I mean, I want to get your take on it because I know you, you've been in that and you know how it is. I mean, like they oh, say yeah. in football, any Mark given Saturday, Sunday, anything can happen, right, Ray? Anything can happen on any given day. <laughs> so we want to get your take. I'm going to throw a couple of teams out there. You trying to get your put what kind of happened with them. And then we got to talk about NBA. I still got to get there and talk about what going on with Indiana and the Heat. So, this is Jay Lovemouth, <laughs> a former NBA player. Everybody told me, well, you don't never say what Reds, you know what. So, former NBA player, Reddy Slater. You feeling that, Reds? I'm feeling the love, bro. I'm feeling the love. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving with Loving That Sports Talk. And always my guest, former NBA player, Ready to slay you that slate? Feeling the love, feeling the love. Feeling the feeling the I I kinda I've been following college basketball, you know. I'm not a big college guy, you know, I like to work pro, but you know you hear all this talk about teams that the number one team, you know, you have the main team like Duke, Kansas, Syracuse. You know, you you look at that red, you know, I kinda like what I'm I'm talking to you in the field. You know, you always have the same team, you know, Pittsburgh, New England. You get tired of that, but these powerhouse teams, you know, like Syracuse and all like that. And when we talk, any given thing you can lose. Mm-hmm. Why these teams mm-hmm. like that, you know, they're projected to be the best and like that. And then, you know, they end up not pre- coming out to what we think they're going to be in the final four. That what, what happens with that, Rick? I know by you playing in college, you know, what what's the mindset when you go out there and that tournament comes up? Well, you know, I think. I think um, my immediately my immediate thought in why does the why did the underdogs continually uh, beat up the, the the guys that are supposed to be winning is that you know it's, it's that old saying about it's not the size of the the dog in the fight it's the fight in the dog. Uh, I think sometimes um, you know you got to take one step at a time, and when you enter the tournament, it's just like climbing a ladder. You can't all of a sudden see yourself being in the finals without going through the process. And when these guys are just focused on being at the finals and they don't want to go through the, you know, well, I'm playing Butler or, or, or San Diego State or somebody that they think is a lesser team, they mm-hmm. tend to lower their guard a little bit because they think that the uh, <coughs> opposing team 
is going to correspondingly lower their guard. Where and it's the exact opposite. Those guys are hungry. They're starving. They're going at the big teams. You know that's how you establish a reputation. They're going at the big teams jugular. So that's why a lot of these uh, upsets happen. And by the time some of these big dogs like Duke, Syracuse, they figure out, okay, well this team is for real. But it's too late. The momentum is carried. The, the 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 tougher team has established themselves, and the referees are going with that. They're not letting picky tack fouls go. They're letting these guys rough you up a little bit. And if you weren't mentally prepared prior to the game, then you're going to have your butt handed to you at the end of it. Let me ask you, Rich. I want to say something first. You know, I heard Michael Jordan. He quoted. He said it was hard when he was playing to go in and play. Uh, um, I can't remember what team was bad. You know, a bad team that was 0 and 90. You know, uh-huh. to get motivated for that game. He said it was hard. But he said he uh-huh. knew those, they was homie to beat them, you know? Oh, yeah. But he was hard oh, yeah. for them, but, you know, I wanted to make that because he was saying that. But the second thing is Andrew Williams. Andre, is it Andrew or Andre Williams? I can't Number remember. one player um, for um, Kansas. Supposedly uh-huh. projected number one. But anyway, you know, he only has six shots. When you're that type of player, Reg, I mean, you know, should he be more hungry? You know, or should he? Did he go in there, relax, thinking, you know, we way better than this team. We have one team that's sixteen. You know, is, is that what they might? Is that what they're thinking, Red? Well, possibility, because sometimes you don't want to get into the situation where you believe the hype. You don't want to get in the situation. You know, you don't because here's the deal. You have to always stay mentally focused, mentally prepared, and that comes with maturity, which also comes with guys staying in college a little bit longer. But you don't want to be put in a position where your talent takes you somewhere where your character can't keep you. Now, these guys have the talent to be the number one pick. If their character, and I don't know this about this young man, I'm just saying this happens, I see it frequently, but if their character is so such that they said, I'm going to just cruise now that I'm here, they're going to get eaten alive. They are going to get eaten alive. You know, it's the lion and the gazelle all over. You know, your talent will only take you so far. After a while, that character has to kick in. That motivation, that drive inside you that says, I got to be better than tomorrow. What I know and what I have accomplished right now has got to me to where I am. If I want to get to that next level, I'm going to have to do something different than what I've done now. How do I do that? It's a constant search. And those guys have to have that level of maturity. Now, what I just told you, how many 18-year-olds know, know that? Very few. How many 19, 20-year-olds know that? Very few. That is, one again, again, one of the reasons why I say it's very advantageous for these guys to mature and stay in school if they're not a top five pick. Let me throw this at you, Red. You said something that we talked about, um, man, about three months ago when Johnny McTell, the football player, uh, I don't know if you know him from Texas, I'm the quarterback, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's up there dunking on yeah. YouTube. I see him. You, yeah, when he, he got in a bunch of trouble, you know, and he was hanging out after, you know, and, and what you said, maturity of, maturity of him, you know, he's 18 years old. You expect that from him. Is that what you said, Red? They're not. Learning, I was like, man, he's he's a Heisman winner. He should know. But you said mm-hmm. they're not. They don't know because they're still eighteen, right, Red? Is that what you said? They, they, yeah. There's a difference between reading about 
there's a difference between reading about kissing a girl and then actually going out there and kissing a girl. There's a heck of a difference. So there's a, there's a difference from him of hearing about getting in trouble than actually being in that cell <laughs> with a bunch of guys that don't care if you're a Heisman Trophy or a pretty dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a, some things you have to experience on your own. And, and until, until you know, these guys have had the blessing of being knocked down, because it's not being knocked down, it's the getting up that makes you stronger. Until these guys have had the, 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 the blessing of being knocked down a few times in their life, they don't know, dude. They just heard about it. And it can't be that bad. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm Superman right here, right now. I'm impregnable, you know? But, Red, that maturity, that be excuse, once that maturity kicks in, they'll figure it out. Should that be an excuse to say, hey, Reddy played on 18. He, he's okay to make those mistakes. He's young. No, no, that should not be used as a crutch. No, no, no. And that's why, you know, I have friends of mine that are coaches that they, you know, they, they, if they're looking for talent, you know, whether D1, D2, D3, one of the big, one of the big things that they always talk and they're in consideration is, you know, how's this kid head like? Is he, is he, is he a loose cannon? Uh, you know, it, it goes back to talent and character. You know, you expect a certain level of immaturity from kids, but as long as that, as long as that kid's willing to learn and he's a good kid, you know what I mean? Everybody's going to get in a little trouble here and there. That's natural. But when it comes to the point where you, you have the inability to listen, you know, that's why God gave you two ears and one mouth so you can listen twice as much as you talk. When it gets to a point where you have the inability to listen and learn, then you're not going to ever get any better. A kid like that, what he's telling the coach, what he's telling the team president, what he's telling the GM is, I'm as good as I'm ever going to get at whatever age I'm at right now. I'm never going to get any better because I'm not going to listen. And those are the kids that end up, again, they're hurting themselves. And those are the guys that if your mentality is, is such that, okay, I'm going to be a first-round pick and I've made it, you never truly made it because the people that that that, that – that quote unquote make it, there is a insatiable hunger that continually grows in them. The more they see, the more they want. The more they want, the more they see. And it keeps on growing and growing. And they, again, I go back to the success and accomplishing is not a place as much as it is a direction and a focus. And it's a focus of, of, of learning, growing, and getting better. Well, I, I got to throw this at you, Red, because I'm among you today, Red. You ain't gonna feel the love. I mean, I mean, you look at me. I grew up. My parents, you know, man, fifty-eight years. I went to church and all like that. But when I got to college, I'm like, hell, this is free fall. You know what I'm saying? Let me go oh, out and act. You know, I can do anything. Act the fool and all that. But I still knew the respect and thing of what you're saying. But if I'm looking at all these fans out here to come to the game and see me and look at me as this godly person, then I'm gonna feel, hey, I can do what I want, right, Rich? Uh, you can feel that, but, 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 but there's gotta be, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a reality check. And I'm going to use that word. I'm very careful with that word, uh, okay. because I, I don't want to say reality because I hate the term. When I hear people say you got to be realistic. I hate, and I use that word because I grew up in, I grew up in an era where the people that were mentors to me were in the civil rights thing. And so we, I, I hate using the word hate. 
you know. Uh-huh. Right. So you know, I, use, I, I always tell my kids the term dislike, but I hate <laughs> when people tell me be realistic. I hate that. But the only reason I will use that term in this sense is that father time is undefeated. <laughs> so, you know, the yeah. feeling of invincibility that every college athlete has is going to fade at some point. And so these guys have to know that. Enjoy your time while you're in the sun, but know that the sun is going down pretty, you know, at a, at a, at a, at a reasonably rapid pace, you know? So I, I know that, I mean, hey, here's the deal. I went and saw my little daughter in Waco, Texas. She goes to, uh, she goes to Baylor University. Uh-huh. And uh, the quarterback for Baylor, me and my daughter went out to eat, and we were at this eating establishment. And who opens the door for her but the guy that's the quarterback for uh, Waco right now? Uh, uh-huh. I forget his name, but he's a, a tall fella, very handsome, very popular. I mean, ridiculously popular. Uh-huh. As we as we waited for our um, as we waited for our table, this guy must have shook about fifty hands and took about a hundred pictures. And I thought to myself, man, it is a great point in his life because he is you know he's riding that tide of success and he seemed like a very humble kid, but it is a great time in his life. What I hope this kid and he had somebody with him. I, what I hope this kid knows is that ten years from now. 15 years from now, uh, he may not be in that position. Mm-hmm. Bryce Petty, I think is his name. He might be in a position where he's looking for a job yeah. um, and, and and nobody cares. Nobody cares if you went to Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get your degree? No, but they projected me to be the first round pick, and I just, you know, I, I didn't pan out. I'm not saying wow. that won't happen. I'm just saying hypothetically. That's why, again, it's so important to have somebody – Keep you grounded and focused, and, and 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 to have a realistic view of the span of an athlete's life because you're not always going to be athletic all sixty years that you play. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very short shelf life. Well, we got to take a break. We'll come back, Red man. You hit something on the nose because it's funny you said that. We got to take a break, but I got to say this real quick: that what you said was I was speaking to a guy and he came like, "Well, who are you?" I said, "No, I play." You know, wow. I don't know you. But then when I, I said, well, damn, when I was in Philly, everybody knew me when I was out there. When I was yeah, playing, yeah. well, you know, but you yeah, hit the point. <laughs> 10, 15 years old, nobody knows who the hell James Lovers is, Red. You're right. Absolutely. I go to Wildwood right now. Some of these kids are like, Reggie who? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, who? I'm like, you don't know. Like, I play like, we don't. But you said a good point. Yeah, 10 years so you know, and, and it's gone. And then it's weird that. I mean, but let's take a break. We come back. We talk more on that. But this is James Loving, my guest, Reggie, NBA Formula Play, Reggie Slater. Are you feeling it, Reggie? You feeling it? Feeling the love, brother. Feeling the love. Feeling the love. I, I said you weren't going to feel it, but you still feeling it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Everyone is eligible for RX Savings Plus. There's no age or income restrictions and no paperwork. Simply print a card and start saving on your prescriptions. Start saving today. Enroll and print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96 Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show. This is James Love, my guest, former NBA player, Reggie Slate. You there, Slate? You still feeling it? I'm a little brother. I'm right here. Loving it. You said said back to the show, right? Love it, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was going to talk a little NBA, but you hit something that is real good I like to talk about. You know, you say you you build that reputation. It's like, you know, um, the guys that I play with, you know, uh, like Seth Jordan and Randall and Clyde Simmons, and he's coach for the Rams. That's how you keep in contact with who you are and what you did, you know, because I know when I go to different towns, I'm talking to um, uh, somebody about that. So you go somewhere, like if I come to Houston, I know I can call Reggie Slater. You know, you know, you go hang out with that group, like you were saying, right, was on break. You keep that rapport, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I can go to Philadelphia, yeah, they'd be like, James Lover, who never played? They might, like you were saying, they might let me in, you know? <laughs> they don't remember, right, Red? Absolutely, it's just, it's a short, it's a short uh, memory span, man. You know, because there's always, there's always a hot seat for the, you know, for somebody to be up there, and uh, you know, you got to strike the iron while it's hot. And when you gone, there's somebody else that's eager and hungry and starving to replace you. You know, I remember, hey, I, I remember when I went to college. When I went to college, man, uh, there was a guy named Bobby Brown who was formerly married to Whitney Houston. He was a man. You know how right now you listen to record radio shows and uh, and, and, and the singles driven. You know, they, this guy might have one single or two singles. I was friends with this guy who used to have these parties, Robin Davis, 
and the, he saw the whole album. Yeah, he'd rock out the whole album, uh, yeah. you know. But if you if you talk to a young person now who is Bobby Brown, they're not gonna know who he is. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that's hey, hey Randy, I'm mad you because I'm a Bobby Brown fan, so I I did every little step to take, you know, <laughs> right now, you know, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Telephone Man. So, <laughs> don't get me started. That was, that was new. But anyway, what we said, you're right, though. <laughs> Bobby might have problems getting in the club right now. You never know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me ask you this. Let me talk about it. It's funny. But, you know, I go back, you know, when I used to, you know, be in that big spot. Like I tell my story that, you know, when I pulled over, um, I was out there in Philly, I pulled over by a state trooper. John Lang said I was drunk as hell, and, and you know uh, he come up to the car, and then like I show my Eagles card, and you know he go back to the car. Come on, can you sign his autograph? I miss that red. <laughs> I don't know about you, but don't you don't players miss that that um I don't know if you say recognition or that that privilege that you get. Do you miss that? There is there is a oh absolutely. Here's the deal. I tell people this all the time, and this is very honest. Now I've I've done my share of drinking, but I've never touched. Um, anything like heroin or cocaine or anything like that. And from what I hear from people, it gives you a tremendous rush and euphoria and a feeling of awesomeness. And this is what I always come back with. I have been in the situation where it is playoff time and you're in the fourth quarter and it is a minute, maybe two on the clock. The score is tied. Tensions are high. Pressures are deep. And I've been on the court participating. And then when you do something fantastic, something that the kids dream about doing, something that the parents dream that their kids can do or that they can do, and then when you actually do it and you fall through and you succeed and you've got 20,000 people screaming your name, Reggie, 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 there is nothing nothing that has made me feel like that ever, ever. And do I miss that? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like you, Red. And, and you said that. And just, I'm telling you, Red, you made this show today, really. You make it every time, but it's funny they said it because I tell everybody, you go out and you get the NFL game, you come back, you go out there one while, it's 20, 30 people saying, you come back out there, 60, 70,000 people just screaming, you know, and that feeling right there, you're like, Wow. It's all like Donkey Kong, right, Red? Oh yeah, dude. It's, 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 it, 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 you know, all of a sudden, you know, your knee was hurting. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right. Ankle was hurting. Oh, I'm good. Hip flesh was hurting. You know, prior to that, oh, I'm good because you want that feeling. You like a drug addict. You like a crack addict. All you want is that feeling again. And how do I get that feeling again? By dominating. By going out there and giving it everything I got. I mean, that's a, that's a heck of a drug. <laughs> Do I miss that? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I miss the hell out of it. I ain't going to lie to you. Hey, hey, Red, I know they're close to you. And the football team, they call down there. My number seven, eight, seven, ten. Love it. Hey, well, love it. Call my name and stand. I know they was doing that with you, wasn't they? Oh, absolutely, man. That, <laughs> that, that, that feeling that you have so much value that somebody is willing to scream your name out. Not one or two, but a group of people. And that you recognize on the street, you have automatic recognition. I mean, that's a heck of a feeling. 
you know, that was a heck of a feeling. I don't know about you, Red. I had time for uh, Lopez and Jack Jackson for Monday. But anyway, we'll talk about that later, Red. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> What's up, Jay? Oh, man, I'll tell you about that later, Red. But anyway, Red. <laughs> we feeling it today, are we, Red? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's all the truth. It's all the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, what is going on? I mean, you know, we talk about excitement and the, the thing. What really is going through the feeling what you think with um, Indiana and Miami? Because you know they battle for that top spot. That's a heated game. And, you know, Miami ain't been playing good. And, and Indianapolis ain't been playing good. What What's driving and going through these? First of all, what's going through these players for Indiana and then Miami? Because this is important for them, right? Oh, it's absolutely important for establishing, uh, you know, uh, uh, playoff. You know, everybody right now at this point in the season is trying to establish home court advantage. They want to get a better record. Uh, But you got to, you know, it it, it can't be just one player. It can't be just Paul George, and it can't be uh, LeBron James. No one person is going to be able to beat an opposing uh, five, you know, an opposing team. So uh, those two guys in particular, the leader of their teams, their thought process is they got to make sure that every part of that engine is hitting on all cylinders in order to achieve the ultimate goal, which is winning the championship. You know, general, you know, it, this is the time when pressure is built right now. You know, the, 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 the president of the club has pressure on the GM. GM has pressure, pressure on the coach. The coach is relying on his leaders. You know, body follows the head. Uh, so, you know, what's going through these guys' mind, hopefully – from the top to the bottom, is we need to get ourselves in a cohesive sync so that everybody's on the same page. Forget ego. Forget ego. You know, that's edging God out there. And, 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 and achieve our team goal, which is winning. And that's probably, hopefully, which is what's on everybody's mind right now. I think, you know, Larry Bird's at the helm. Um, if I remember correctly, he, he went back to the president's spot over at Indiana, and he is the ultimate team guy. And, you know, I think his thought process is going to be reflective of everybody on the all the way down, you know, to the last guy on the bench. Um, you know, uh, uh, the, the 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 Heat have Pat, Pat Riley at the helm, and he's a winner too. You know, so these guys are going to do any and everything they can to make sure that their guys are equipped mentally uh, for, for 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 the future here. I mean, cause y'all, let's start with Miami. They've been on a losing streak. They've been losing a lot going on. What's wrong with Miami? Let's start with Miami. What do you think, you know, going on with Miami? Uh, I think at some point, man, you start, you start drinking your own Kool-Aid. You start, um, again, you know, we're great and we're going to coast through and, and, you know, it's the same thing we said earlier with, uh, you know, these college players and, and, right. and, and it even happens with the pros because, I mean, you, you've done a lot of hard work and, and to get you in the elite category that you're at right now. Not only is the team in the elite category, they've got guys like Ray Allen that's the all-time leading three-point uh, shooter right now. You've got LeBron James, who's arguably the, the, the best player in the league right now. You've got Dwayne uh, Wade, Chris Bosh, who are upper echelon players. These are guys that have have... have you know they 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 paid the price 
and they've made it to the position that they are they are in right now. And they have, and and with that becomes a lot of comes a lot of confidence, confidence and arrogance. But you gotta you gotta be able to temper and tame that in order to still get to the ultimate goal. Okay. Well, Indiana, Indiana's been losing a lot of games. Have they posted this year? Posted their year to far off. I heard a lot going on. Paul George, what's going on with Indiana, Rex? I mean, are they not the team that we thought they were going to be? Well, you know, oftentimes the problems that we make up, the problems that we have in our lives, are are made up by ourselves uh, because we put too much because we're, we're we're trying to live up to someone else's expectations. All we have to do is go out there and do the best that we possibly can. And you can't get into a situation where you base your performance based, based on what someone else's expectations are. And, again, that might be the situation that Indiana and the Heat are in. Again, all these egos, and everybody's like, well, it says in the paper here, oh, to be averaging 20 points. Well, in order to do that, you know, i got to get the rock at least uh, 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 15 times a game. And I'm only getting it eight, you know, and, and, and subtle grumblings and subtle thoughts like that start building up, building up. Next thing you know, guys are late on passes or late on rotations and defense. And it's things that go unsaid, but there are things that will destroy a team. So, I mean, that might be part of why it's not, they're not synced up right now. But in order to get to where they want to be, they're going to have to wash all that stuff aside and, and just play. Well, we're going to take a little break. We'll come back, Reds. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about NBA. Talk about Kobe. What you think? Kobe got one year left on this contract when we come back, so we get your uh, opinion on that. But this is James Loving for the NBA player. Reggie Slater, you still feeling red? I ain't got you yet. Oh, man, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, baby. Love that, love that James. Love, it. love that show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jay Love back with my guest from NBA player, Reggie Red. You know, Red? I'm here, brother, feeling the love. Man, you, you have me die alive. I got to put you on the spot. When we were doing break, you know, I, I asked you, was it hard to let your daughter go when you, she went to school? <laughs> and you had me die alive. But um, I already asked you before we came back to break, how many times you called up there when she been there? Go ahead and tell the story that you said she was sick. <laughs> oh, man, she 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 called, she called um you know, it, it, when you're in college and the phone rings at 1 or 2 o'clock, it's all good. But when you're a grown-up and the phone rings at 1 or 2 o'clock, uh, <laughs> you know, there's it, never anything good on the phone. So she called about 2 o'clock, man, and you know, she's saying she was complaining of stomach cramps and she had some kind of stomach flu or bug or something like that. And, she, you know, my wife picked up the phone. Dude, I had one foot out the bed and with one pant leg on. I was about to drive up there like I could do anything, like I'm a doctor. Uh, at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's a three-hour drive. I love those drive-ins there, Red. Right huh? I love those drive-ins there. Uh, it's, it's a three-hour drive. I would have got there at 5 in the morning. I don't know what I would have done, but I would have been there. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, I know how you feel. How hard is it to let go when you went to the camp and you say you toured and everything, and like you say, she's going to graduate school and all like that. Just to see her go and, you know, what how, you know, how hard is that, Rich? I mean, seriously, here's why everybody joke about it, but that's something that, you know, really, I mean, it's emotional. Oh, it's very emotional, man, because this is some p- person that I've been with for 18 years. No, she's 19 years old now. 19 years I've been with. It's almost like having a growing part of my body and now having it cut off and extracted. I miss that part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I miss her very much. But in order for her to become the person that she's going to be, it's a necessary process that she leaves and, and grows up. But that doesn't make it any easier. Right. Don't you feel, I mean, you know, really try yourself, you and your wife, to see her and see her to go on and do this, you know? Because, I mean, you mentioned she's going to graduate school and all that. Don't that make you oh. happy as parents, you know? And that, that oh. I told you. I know you not only own the court, but also court how person you are. That, that's that's something that you know you gotta you guys gotta take credit. And oh well, you know I'm, I'm extremely proud of it because there's situations that are coming up that she has to deal with. You know because it's it's usually you know I'm the person that says, look, I'll take care of this, I'll take care of that. But now because of the distance, there are situations that are coming up that demand her to step in and her to handle certain situations. So. As a parent, is very proud that she can uh, 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 handle the situation about resumes, future jobs, tackling all the obstacles that she might have as far as a student. I mean, it, 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 it's, a, it's a good feeling that she has been equipped with the confidence and knowledge to handle those situations. Well, I got to put you on blast, Red. You're going to like this, but my mom and dad listen to my show every time. And they were okay. they were so impressed with you. They were waiting to meet you for the bowling. Event. But well, I have to put your own blast on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, my mom was there listening to the show, and like they they are so like I mean they talk about you like 
You know, just the feeling you give them, you know, the, the energy. You know, I don't know about the feeling. I don't know, but I know the energy you give them because every time you know that, they talk about you like, you know, what he said, it's like, you know, I mean, it's like some, they say spiritual, they're really in the church. They say that spiritual thing that you, when you talk, so I wanted to let you know that, Rash. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And I appreciate, it's just my thought, man, and here's the deal. I've been blessed. Somebody asked me the other day how I was doing. My immediate response was, man, my cup is overrunning like nobody's business. It, it, it should be illegal because there's so much opportunity, and I've been blessed to know some really great people uh, like yourself and, and to take advantage of what I've learned. You know, it's that, you know, it's a biblical deal of, you know, you, you give a man fish or you teach him how to fish, you know, or, or something I, I said the other day, uh, you know, you can either, if you can't be a champion, the best thing you do is think like a champion, mm-hmm. you know, once you get that mental state in your mind, you know, I, I'll meet you, you know, you can meet somebody, hey, my name is Reggie Slater, I'm a winner, I'm going to describe myself to you, I'm a winner, what do you win at? Anything that I really want to, man, really, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying until I succeed. What if you don't win? I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's my well, that, I mean, there was a point in my time, you know, in my life, I was like, man, you know, self-esteem was down. I didn't think, you know, before I used to think I was the best, you know, the best, you know. Uh-huh. I'm not saying I conceded, though, but I, I was confident. Now, that, yeah. I got to that point That's where I was like, that. man, I'm like, you know. But when you said that, you know, hey, this, I'm James Lover. Hey, I'm, you know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah, you yeah. should think, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to tell you, anybody in any business, no one wants to, no one, no kid from inception, no one says, I want to be number two. I want to be number three. Every kid says, I want to be number one. And if you find any corporation, any business, any team, any function, they have to have a strong leader. And that, and, and that leader has to believe in themselves. Because there's going to be some times when you make some unpopular decisions. And you still have to steadfastly believe in yourself. And, that, and, and some arrogance might cross, you know, come across there. But I would rather follow somebody that knows what they're doing than a guy that's, un, that, that, that's shaky with his decision-making skills. I want somebody that knows he's confident in what he's doing. You know what I mean? And because I'm the leader of several things that I'm in, I mean, I know what I'm doing. I believe in what I'm doing. Uh, Registrator is a brand. I believe in that brand. You can believe in that brand like stocks, a good stock. <laughs> I like you that. Know? Man. You got me all pumped up. Said, I'm gonna go rob hey, a bank hey, now. Hey, I believe hey, I can like do it. Jingles, believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> we deliver. You Reggie told me I can do it, right, Red? Huh? <laughs> I can do it, right? Absolutely. Hey, you can do anything you put your mind to. You know, you, and it's so funny because as I get older, I had this talk with my, my son the other day. And, um, you know, one of the things I told him, I gave him the whole talk about you can't win the race unless you're in the race. Mm-hmm. You can't win the race unless you are in the race. Because there's going to be uh, so many obstacles placed in front of you, so many things and people that tell you what you can't do. There's going to be so many people that say you're too short. You're not smart enough. You came at the wrong time. You, you, you don't look the part. And once you overcome those obstacles, once you defeat what was told to you was unconquerable, once you do that over and over again, there's nothing, nothing that can be put in your path that you really believe that you can't conquer. But the first part is, is you have to make that, you have to put that first foot forward. 
you have to start that process, and you know that you're going to win, but you're going to endure some pain. You're going to endure some pain during this process. And a lot of people are like, look, man, I, I do what love is doing, but, man, that hurts. Uh, I don't want to do that. Well, hell, you don't want it that bad then, because I want it. And I'm hungry. I'm starving. Hell, I'm going to go get it. Uh, I don't want it that bad. Well, then don't talk to me no more. You know, don't bother me. You know what I mean? That's a different breed. That's a different breed of person. That's, that's, a, that's a different cut of cloth right there. And oftentimes it's very, people are like, well, they're aloof or they're arrogant. No, they believe in themselves. And they know they can get it done. And they know that time is so precious, because you can't buy time, that they don't want to waste time talking to imbeciles that well, Red, they I can't do. My ear, they've already cut us off. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you for another show, Red. You know when you're on. We know Red is late. I appreciate it again, Red. Red. Hey, I'm feeling the love. Thank you so much for having me on, man. Tell your mom and dad I said hello. And uh, take care, brother. All right. Thanks again, Reggie. My guest. Right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.